Welcome to Brown Girl Feels, a podcast on mental health and wellness by and for women of color. My name is Nikki. My name is CK. And I'm Jenny. And And this this is Brown Girl Feels. Welcome to Brown Girl Feels. This is our holiday edition of our episode. Um, And what we want to tackle a bit today is the feelings of anxiety and stress and just general just the general holiday what like fear dread yes that comes around this time of year especially um if you you know in our experience are just a person of color uh, we're going to be talking from our background as being um pinai and uh, mixed pinai um, and what that kind of entails in the way that we navigate and approach this season. Uh, so Nikki brought something that was really cool that we took together, which is a holiday stress kind of worksheet. Um, and on it, it says the American Psychological Association conducted a holiday stress poll, which revealed that more than eight of every 10 Americans anticipate stress during the holiday season. Uh, so they took that poll in 2015. I'm curious now, almost five years later, if it's gone up. Mm. Um, I'm also curious too, which is what I want your input on, um, is if they took that poll and they kind of uh, split it up in terms of like race or ethnicity, how would we fare? Um, <laughs> how would it like the AAPI community and then other uh, communities of color score on that in regards to how we interact with our families during the holidays? Yeah. Uh, so what are your thoughts on that? How is like the holiday season especially stressful for like kids like us? Um, I think um, something that happens specifically is with the gift giving. I think most people stress about that, but that kind of stands out to me. There's this expectation to buy gifts for like everyone in your family. And when you have a huge family, Ooh, there's yeah. a huge <laughs> responsibility so I think as minorities, that might make us score higher on the stress level mm-hmm. because of the expectation to give a lot and then the feeling of lack that comes with that because you Ooh. might not be making enough money to yeah. buy gifts mm-hmm. for everybody. Mm-hmm. So what do you do when that happens? Yeah, that's what I was going to chime in on too because I come from a big family yeah. and now we're like generations down where all my cousins are having kids and you know we have our uncles and our aunties and everybody is just in this huge spirit of gift giving that literally like... The entire wall is just filled with presents when we come in for Christmas Eve. (laughs) Yeah. So it does make it hard, and I feel that too, especially, I mean, coming from, like, the medical field, I have work on those days too. So the added stress of, like, can I even make it to the party? Because sometimes, you know, I don't have the whole week off. Like, I have Mm -hmm. to get to work the next morning, or maybe I'm even working the day of, Mm -hmm. depending on how the schedule is. So just being present like your time that you're offering your gift giving yeah do you feel like there's an expectation for you to show up like even if they understand that you are in a medical field occupation where that's like your schedule it's is there like that guilt tripping i think at least for my mom's family like Mm -hmm. that's their huge tradition like Mm -hmm. that's how my mom grew up in the philippines too like Mm -hmm. everyone was spread out but Like, no matter where you are, everyone always comes home on Christmas Eve. Like, that's what she's instilled in Mm -hmm. me since, you know, I was younger. Mm -hmm. So just trying to make it home for Christmas. (laughs) Yeah, that's the same with my my family, too, on both sides. And I do feel that expectation of, like, you need to show up to this. 
which does cause a lot of stress. Um, it makes me think of how our families come from that. It's not like that collectivist versus individual. Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Where you, you know, everything you do, it's all about the family and bringing it back to that. Then there's also the whole like scarcity mindset uh, during the holidays. Like, how do you, how do you approach like this time of abundance and and all of this with that fear of scarcity and like, in, if this is this enough? Or are we bringing enough? Um, yeah. And I think uh, Filipinos tend to do things big, at least in my family. And so mm-hmm. it's like almost a competition. It's like, how can we count? We would count our presents every year and like, how many oh, presents? I oh, remember doing yeah. that. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. But really, it, it, Christmas is for the kids, I think, more yeah. than that. So the kids get like 20 presents and mm-hmm. it's just, I, is it hard to give gifts to your parents? Because it's really hard for me. Yeah. Yeah, they're hard. They're hard to give gifts to. Ooh. Honestly, they're super picky. Mm-hmm. They like fancy things, and it's. I don't know if that's like a Filipino thing because I've heard that from a lot of other Filipino yeah. people, but I don't know if that's cultural or if that's just particularly certain people. I think for my parents, um, I try or I try to give them something that they need or can use. Okay. Okay. Um, so at home, like, like they didn't have like a bigger TV for a while, so that's what. You know, my boyfriend and I ended up giving them That's from a one year. Gift. So yeah. I'd so say like a useful. budget, yeah, and something useful or mm-hmm. something as little as like books that they can read. Or mm-hmm. um, lately, more lately, I've been giving like experiences. So mm-hmm. it's not always like just yeah. extra things lying around the house. Yes. So I brought the I bought them like a massage for a night or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, my parents are so laid back to the point where it's like I don't know what to give them. So it's almost like that flip side where they're mm-hmm. so chill about it that it makes it hard for me yeah so it's like what do you what really though are you gonna want this like are you actually gonna use this is this just gonna pile up in your house um so i haven't tried doing the gifting experiences yet so i'm probably gonna try that because yeah i don't know if they need anything else yeah Yeah. and i don't know what they want knowing my parents too like (laughs) they're you know my parents being my parents they just work all the time and they never take time off for themselves unless mm-hmm. they have to like oh now I guess I have to use this or yeah. go to waste so uh-huh. like forcing them to have that time off I feel like my parents are just really bad at receiving presents like <laughs> I used I used to try to get super creative and like one year I bought like a spy pen so my dad could like I like would get creative or That's I, so cute or I bought him a movie like I, I've tried sentimental I bought him like the first movie that he ever um, watched in Pakistan when uh-huh. he wanted to come to America Aww. it's called the girl in my soup and I don't think he ever watched it. I don't think he ever <laughs> used that pen. But, like, the feeling was there. Yeah. So, yeah. like, they're just not good at receiving gifts. They're, like, non-reactive. I don't even know mm. if they like it. I have to try to pick something that, like, I think they would actually like. And actually, when I met my husband, I realized that his parents, his mom is also Filipino, um, are the opposite. They love everything you give them. Aww. Or, like, they don't... I don't know if they really love it, but they pretend to. <laughs> yeah. They're good at... They're good at... Or, yeah. like, Johnny's mom will always bring me, like, the most random things. When she brought me a teddy bear from a cruise Aww. because she just wanted to get me something. So, sometimes people give presents um, because they receive them a certain way. Yeah. And my parents give gifts that they think I would like. Mm-hmm. And so they expect to receive gifts that they would like, but it's actually oh, very expensive. That's interesting. So like my dad, but my dad buys weird things. Like <laughs> he once bought me like glasses that were like really flashy and crazy, but super expensive, and I never wore them. <laughs> 
But it was like the idea was there. Like, I spent a lot of money on you, therefore I care a lot for you, but that's Mm -hmm. not really a measure of truly caring. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, Is gifting their love language at all? Yeah, actually, you're right. That is it. (laughs) My mom, like, to apologize if she thinks we're mad at her, she's like, let's go shopping. Like, (laughs) Mm. so she probably just wants to, like, make it up by buying something. Yeah. Sometimes I think um, minorities really have a hard time connecting to emotion. Mm. It's far easier to buy a lovely present than say I'm so sorry. They place it yeah. on that. Or like that's to cook true. you a meal because that's my parents. Yeah. My parents is food. Oh, food yes, for me too. Feeding, yes, feeding which is my dad still. Yeah. Like, like to they, this day, like I have food for you and I. You yeah. Know? Exactly. Like my mom will like literally <laughs> call me over and she'll be like, "Do you want oranges? I have oranges for you. Here, come get these oranges." It's <laughs> always the fruits. It's the fruits. No, no, you're right. Like, my mom always gives me oranges too. There's a there's an article where it's like Asian moms show their love by cutting you fruit. Mm. And I'm like, that's so it's so I true. It. I feel that so much. That is really funny. I never yeah. thought of that. So that's acts of service or it's a mix of acts of service and gifting. Which totally makes sense then. Mm. Yeah. Like we have some fusion yeah. love languages yeah. here. Exactly. So but how it do is you something guys, tangible. How do you guys manage then with the gift giving overall? Since our family just keeps getting bigger, yeah. we just started maybe like five six years ago just doing like um secret santa oh i like that I like so that is just really one smart. present and then we all like we made it into a game where we all take mm-hmm. turns showing who each other's secret oh, santa that's really are. cute yeah like that. and that was a way to like really... that's a great solution and your family came up with it together so it's like they're very joined on yeah. this mm-hmm. project together i like that a lot that's awesome um i think for like the gifts that we actually buy i put like a if I get creative and I do kind of put a cap on how much. And so last year, last year was a uh, gift was really cute for my girl cousins. We did, uh, we did from Trader Joe's, uh, a mini spa kit. So it was a, it ended up being like six bucks or like, it was less than 10 bucks. Oh, that's amazing. It was a sheet mask, a little baggie of chocolate covered almonds. That was like 99 cents. And then a can of wine. <laughs> but it like ended up being yeah. like a really cute little thing to give them um so yeah that's what we'll do we'll get creative and we'll we'll set a budget on it mm-hmm. um and be very and also be very specific with who we give gifts to same mm-hmm. I like actually make a list yeah and, like, it's something like I prep for before the holidays even yeah. hit so mm-hmm. just making a budget and like, yeah planning ahead for that stuff yeah mm-hmm. yeah so that's actually a really good segue. Um, so on that same uh, on that same link that Nick sent to us, which is awesome. Thank you for finding it. Uh, what it goes over is it it shares nine strategies um, to help cope and just prepare yourself for the the stress of the holidays. And then we're going to include the link to this in the description. Uh, so hopefully, if you're in need of just some guidance for dealing with your own holiday stress triggers. Uh, this can be a very useful tool. So let's go through the first one. The first one is to let go of unrealistic expectations, which I feel are so prevalent during holidays. There's like all the holiday movies and like yes. you get this <laughs> idea of what you're supposed to be doing. I know for me as an Enneagram 3, I always like that's that's hard because I really want to like overperform and really like do the coolest holiday thing that I can do. Um, but that's not necessary what are your thoughts what were you thinking about that well I think a lot of times if you've had a really 
great holiday in the past, you chase that holiday. Mm-hmm. Every holiday, you're and like, you oh my gosh, to... I want to do that again. Mm-hmm. Like, that year was amazing. So knowing that you match can't... it or one-up it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and then you're in competition, and it's really not a... With your own past. <laughs> so, like, knowing you can't recreate the past, yes. and you and no holiday is perfect, so mm-hmm. you can't have a perfect holiday ever. Even that holiday that was amazing was not, was not perfect. You probably just remember all the great parts of it. Mm-hmm. So, like that and the second one is to acknowledge and express your feelings honestly um so what's something that you're feeling as the holidays are approaching i feel rushed (laughs) oh my gosh i have the same one really Uh i have the same one i just well i was telling you just before this like Mm -hmm. i haven't even decorated like nothing is Mm holiday-ish at my place like i haven't gone christmas shopping like i have so much other things to focus on before the holidays hit so like all these reports to do all these deadlines to meet um everything i have to do before taking a break Mm -hmm. for the holidays so like i feel like i should have done it already yesterday and i'm not there yet so i'm already you know kind of behind that's such a theme yeah i feel like every holiday i feel like that Mm. i like do an intense power shopping session like the week before christmas (laughs) and then spend far too much like knocking everything yeah out. yeah I think for me the feeling that I feel is like that I'm holding my breath mm. for the holidays to be to, to be over there's like this sense of like just on the verge of fight or flight but not really there just mm. really like wow. cautious and waiting to see what will happen um but this year which is nice I'm kind of it's tempered by this feeling of gratitude that's kind of grounding me right now so I'm trying to lean into that yeah so if you're the kind of person who tends to isolate yourself during the holidays, that actually will trigger more stress than, uh, you know, than keeping keeping busy, which is interesting. During holiday season, mm-hmm. it tends to be more like, I probably should isolate more because there's too many parties. Too overstimulating. Yeah. yeah, there's so many, like you have this month of intense parties like every weekend and like, and then you kind of wear yourself out Mm. honestly i would just love it if i was at home or at Uh a friend's house watching movies and like that's that yeah 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 Yeah. that is true and that that's why this year i decided like i'm not gonna because hosting can be stressful so we're gonna do like a little like a three-part series where we just end up at our house and um have milk and cookies but then we'll go do like an escape room eat out do something a little different because like cooking and prepping a holiday drink for the year, decorating mm. the house. It can be really a lot. And mm-hmm. then like you can never, like you're holding your breath the whole time and yeah. when the party's over, you're like, like oh, now yeah. I can relax. That's so. true. Uh, so the next one is don't expect issues with others to disappear just because it's the holiday season. <laughs> um, that one that one just kind of hit me really hard. Mm. Um, I, I feel like during the holidays, issues kind of end up becoming exacerbated like mm-hmm. they oh yeah right like if there's something like awkward or a family drama going on it ends up being bigger and worse during during the like during holidays during christmas time for me i think the being able to acknowledge and kind of support each other through that is really important uh, i have like a couple of friends who are have similar um like similar family like familial trauma um and so we'll talk to each other about you know navigating having like parents that are split or navigating having relatives that are overbearing Mm -hmm. or that really like request so much more emotional labor than we're ready to give um and so having a friend that i can connect with and just kind of get all of that out with is really helpful for me 
Yeah, holiday parties usually happen like where all the drama is happening all at the same time. Yeah. And then everyone's fighting with everyone. I don't know if anyone else has this experience, but um, actually, um, to go back to the first question, we had a fill in the blank that said one thing I would like to have happen this holiday season that probably won't. Mm-hmm. I put like, like not have an argument during like Christmas mm. because there's always something, whether it's like, who didn't clean the dishes or like some silly little thing that's not really about that yeah it's definitely about something deeper um I kind of put the same thing <laughs> yeah. well just in a whole like overarching thing like for my parents to take a mental health break no. because uh-huh. the more like it revs up during the holidays the more they're quicker to like get triggered by yes. something yeah. and like yeah. you're saying even like the littlest things will blow up into this huge yeah. argument and that it's, yeah, it's not really not necessary yeah. and it's tough to figure out uh so if you are the next one is you if you are struggling with loneliness or facing the loss of a loved one with whom you have shared the holidays uh, it gives you a couple tips, like spend time with people who care about you. Um, for me, I lost a cousin two years ago now. Uh, something that that's special for me during the holidays is I have a Build-A-Bear of Olaf that mm. uh, my aunt made for me. And inside Olaf, there's like the little what's it called? The little voice box that you can squish. Mm. And it has a recording of my cousin's voice. And so, yeah. And so during, especially during Christmas time, I always like, will take time and I'll just kind of like hug it for a little bit. Um, and that actually makes me feel better. Um, that, and just like talking with my cousins. Yeah. Um, Yeah. yeah, And just kind of reminiscing that way. Um, is there anything that you do to deal with loss or loneliness during holidays? I can empathize with you on that one too, Mm -hmm. because I feel like just in these past three years alone, my mm-hmm. family has been so consumed with deaths. Like, mm-hmm. it's so sad to say, but yeah. we've lost, like, a handful of loved ones since, mm-hmm. you know, 2017, 2016. Yeah. And it's been nonstop, like, and they're all happening right before Christmas, too. That's like, true. I'm actually going to my uncle's funeral next week. Oh. Um, and no one's really in the mood to celebrate mm-hmm. this year. But mm-hmm. my my aunt reframed it and said like oh maybe we can turn it into a celebration of his life and yes. you know honor his legacy that way and share your favorite memories or things you liked about them mm-hmm. so yeah definitely not holding it in is something that is really yeah but I do healing. know too that it depends on who you are as a mm-hmm, person too because mm-hmm. I was talking to my boyfriend again about this mm-hmm. and like sometimes you just need that space to be alone and yeah. that's okay too yeah. yeah that's true I actually saw a really great tradition that I think I kind of want to implement. My niece's grandpa had passed away and his birthday was 4th of July. And so every 4th of July, they make a toast with his his favorite drink and then like say something they remember about him or like how we lived and share a memory about mm-hmm. him, which I thought was really, really lovely. Mm-hmm. Like it, his favorite drink was grape soda. Aww. So like they gave grape soda to everybody. <sighs> the pin. <laughs> yeah. And we all like had one and then we just watched the fireworks and it was just like this lovely moment of like remembrance for this person who passed. And that might bring peace to yeah. some families. And my family um, loves to visit the cemetery mm-hmm. where my um, grandfather is, and we just go there and put some flowers, and that kind of just makes you feel like you're with them. Mm-hmm. Maybe saying a prayer over the tombstone, or those things can bring comfort mm-hmm. if you're really grieving, and mm-hmm. just like letting yourself feel the emotion, but also like can, kind of giving it up to a higher power. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I like that. I do too. Something during the holidays that I I grieve is is actually the the grief over my family because when my parents divorced, that is like a moment of grief that every holiday just is always like triggering for me. Because for me, that's something in terms of grief that I always have to like take a moment with during the holidays and just kind of be with for a little bit and kind mm-hmm. of sit with that. Um, yeah, just so that I can. I can like get through this season and actually really like be present and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so along with that is like preparing for that extra intensity. <laughs> that was the the next tip was to just be prepared because it is going to be more intensive of a time. Um, and so what is something that you all do? Like how do you prepare for that extra intensity of the holiday season, whether it's like letting go of an activity or doing something special for yourself or something relaxing like what's your go-to we both put holiday movies yes. I, love that. <laughs> I love to like start on december 1st and watch the grinch or like do i don't know something i guess yeah. that goes hand in hand with it like the joy of the holidays mm, and the mm-hmm. holiday movies and the decorations yeah. and the traditions yeah. I don't know if that prepares you for the intensity. It's kind of but, a part of the intensity. But it's kind but of I like, love it. It's something that you only get during that time of year too. Yes, so it's like yes. it comes in tandem. Like you have like those pros and cons that come yes, together. And yes. this is like one of the pros of the, of Christmas time, of holidays in general. I actually put down two and I, I don't always consistently do it, but give myself an hour without any screen time Ooh, just to reflect. That's a good one. Um, because one stressful activity I always do is like when I'm trying to avoid something, I'm just mindlessly, endlessly scrolling, scrolling through social and, media. Mm-hmm. And then it's like two hours later, I'm like, oh my God, I'm supposed to do something. <laughs> yes. And it didn't get done. And then you don't necessarily feel better from the scrolling, do yeah, you? Yeah. No. no. Okay. Like I'm proud of that I've done this yes. past year is just become a little bit more intentional with what I follow and what yes. I look through that's on a social great, media. So. That's a great way to prepare for the holidays yeah, too. That is. If there's yeah. people, people actually trigger do it. you, <laughs> maybe people trigger you during the holidays or something. You can like block those people and then unblock them after the yeah. holidays. Honestly, you can. There's options to just not even have their stuff. Yeah, to mute them. Yeah, to mute them. There you go. Mm-hmm. You yeah. can mute stories. Curating, and curating your mm-hmm. your social media feed for the yeah. holidays. Yeah, that's actually like that. that is a great. That's really good. Especially if, like, you see all the sales and all the over... Oh, yeah. And then you're like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to click and buy all that stuff. (laughs) Maybe you should, like, stop... Not maybe, like, block all the holiday Mm -hmm. stuff. I wish you could ban the ads. But But the ads still get you... I know. And they're so good. Those ads are so good. They really know what I like. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, algorithm. (laughs) Oh, man. So speaking of things that are like time consuming or stressful, are there any like traditions that um, holiday traditions that you're reassessing whether or not you're going to keep going and doing it or you're going to give it up? I know for me, one is uh, my uh, I have a family that does white elephants during their uh, holiday get together. And the past several years, it has been a very stressful experience (laughs) so Kevin and I are like maybe not this year maybe we're gonna bounce before that Hmm. um or just pretend like we didn't bring a gift um (laughs) we're like oh sorry like some find some way to cop out of it so I think that's for me that's something that I might need to give up yeah I mean we talked about it earlier already but Mm -hmm. just you know minimum or setting boundaries with gift giving Mm -hmm. and seeing how much I can actually spend on and budget Mm -hmm. on 
versus like here's a gift and you get a gift yeah. and I mean even <laughs> Oprah, Oprah, it's a giving Oprah it's like voice. the time of giving <laughs> yeah. but at the same time you can give in other ways too yes Ooh, I like that agreed yeah. yes agreed. something that it cautions next is to beware of overindulgence which mm-hmm, mm-hmm. per our just recent conversation of gift giving slash uh, indulging in sales <laughs> holiday sales i mean it's a thing stress shopping stress eating stress drinking like you're more stressed it's the holidays like it's kind of what you do Mm -hmm. and it's encouraged by families and society yeah so so take being being mindful of that i think one of the things that i'm gonna try to do is i'm gonna try to walk my dog more yeah um that gets me it gets me out of the house and for the most part especially if i'm hiking with her it'll get me off my phone and I still just try to stick to the routines. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah. So still, like, go to bed early. Mm-hmm. I feel like such an old person. <laughs> no, that's a thing. That's important. Still go to bed early. Mm-hmm. Still go to the gym. Um, I specifically put, like, I will go on the Stairmaster for 15 minutes each <laughs> nice. time. Nice. I like that. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I'm pretty set. and yeah. I. But I do feel like a lot of times it's maybe my whole year is cyclic. It's not just the holiday season. It's like mm-hmm. all year round with all kinds of different events going on. Mm-hmm. So I don't really have a strategy, but I, I can feel when I'm out of balance and I always mm. seek to write it. Mm-hmm. So I might be have, have an okay holiday season and then like be really bad on Valentine's Day yeah. or like just at a random holiday yeah. that has nothing to do with anything to me. It is planning, though, because I think with the holidays, my main thing is, like, overspending mm-hmm. because I think all the other holidays, oh, it's probably every, like, it's somebody's birthday and I buy them too big a gift. It's just, it's just a theme. But I think limiting and budgeting prior, mm-hmm. I think that's something that I've been doing more and that's pretty helpful. Yeah, definitely. Because we all know the true meaning of the holidays is not the presents, it's the present. <laughs> well, that's the last one. So reminding yourself what the true meaning of the holiday. So whatever holiday you celebrate, bringing it back to that, centering it back to that true meaning. So for you, what is what's what is important to you about this season? I was looking at your guys' oh, I know. papers, I like, and I was like, you guys have the same... I think yeah. we all have kind of similar... Yeah. yeah, like slowing down, I guess, is the thing. So yeah. I, yeah. I put down slowing down, and I think that might be my intention. 2020 specifically, there may or may not be a lot of event, big yeah. events that yeah. are being planned. <laughs> yes. And just, yes. okay. like trying to slow down and be present yeah. and yeah, take I it put all in. Yeah, because I presents And making it, or feeling like... It's an exciting thing and not like another thing to check off my list. Right. Mm-hmm. And same with the holidays too. So just yeah. slowing down and really enjoying everyone's presence. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like being in the moment, mm-hmm. staying in alignment with your intentions. Mm-hmm. And like yes. if you are in, intend to have joy and be happy, when you feel yourself shift, you like decide to choose again. And mm-hmm. that's what I've been doing a lot. Like you just, you feel yourself and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm... I'm not really happy right now. And like, Mm -hmm. what can I do to shift that? And I think the thing I learned about that is like the easiest way to shift is to do something you love. Mm -hmm. Like if I'm like in a, like a really bad moment, like maybe read a book, watch a movie or something. Mm -hmm. And just like, usually I'll be able to shift emotionally to higher state of vibration. Mm -hmm. And that usually is, is good enough to like defeat all that like darkness that comes with the holidays (laughs) to be frank. Yes. 
I'm so grateful that we had this conversation that we were able to share, yes. like just the different ways yeah, that, yeah, that mm-hmm. we can prepare I feel ourselves. Warm inside. I know. <laughs> now it's starting to feel like the holidays. Yay. <laughs> well, and that that ends this episode. And so I I hope that um, you know for for you who are listening that you really do feel just the presence, the joy, the warmth, and the love uh, that comes with this time of year, and that you're able to uh, set yourself up. Uh, to just experience everything um, in just a healthy way and in a way that you can be fully present for. So, from all of us, Happy Happy Holidays holidays from Brown Girl Feels!